Welcome to the Educational Renaissance Podcast, where we promote a rebirth of ancient wisdom for the modern era. We seek to inspire educators by fusing the best of modern research with the insights of the great philosophers of education. Join us in the great conversation and share with a friend or colleague to keep the Renaissance spreading. Welcome to the Educational Renaissance Podcast, and we are here at the SEL Conference, the 2022 SEL Conference here in Dallas, Texas. It's day three, Saturday. It's uh, half day, basically. So uh, as we're recording this, you might hear in the background uh, all of the people tearing down the sound and stages and all of that. So uh, people are packing up and leaving, going back to their home schools, hopefully inspired by a week of ideas and training and fellowship with other classical Christian educators. Uh, What's your sense of it as people are packing up and leaving? Yeah, well, it's been a great week, and, you know, we began the week a few days ago thinking about this idea of being part of a broader movement, and this conference has been such a great reminder that there are um, fellow Christian classical educators all across the nation and even the globe that are all engaged in this project together of recovering this great tradition of learning, of viewing education as formation, uh, the pursuit of the good, true, and beautiful. So it's just been a great week of encouragement for me. And of course, the last day of conferences are always a little bit of a letdown because people are starting to leave and pack up and go home, and it can be kind of sad. But the hope, of course, is that we've got great work ahead of us when we get home, and there will be more conferences in the future. Mm-hmm. So, That's always the thing with mountaintop experiences is you uh, are able to see... Uh, all of this terrain around you, you've got that clear sky picture, the inspiration of being up there, there's that 30,000 foot view of what it is you're trying to accomplish as an educator, as a school. And when you leave a place like this, you are going back into the valley, the valley of the details of daily life, of school life, the very particulars of your own institution. And uh, I think the trick always is trying to retain a sense of the value, the inspiration you gained in that mountaintop experience and bring the mountaintop experience down to the valley to be able to share that with your colleagues, with the families that are part of the institution you're building, with the students. And that can be the trick, isn't it, to really bring that inspiration with. Yeah, that's a good word. And uh, the mountaintop experience analogy is really helpful. And the truth is that we can't conference forever, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. You've been a a wonderful hotel mate, and we've (laughs) gone to some great breakouts. But, you know, we've got some work to do. We've got to get home, see our families. and um, But, yeah, it's been a a great last day, you know. Brian Williams from the Templeton College, he gave a great talk this morning on beauty and harmony and helping our students uh, see beauty and harmony in the world and creation. 
he actually had us all um, recite a poem together that was uh, the words were up on the screen and it was a poem that was um, oriented towards this idea that God is the creator of all things even the the random strange things in creation like uh, like trout for example or farm fields right everything in the created order all ultimately flows from God um, the source of, of, of all beauty and um, so it was a great way to, to kind of end the conference hmm. one of the things that Brian did that stimulated some uh, heated discussion potentially um, and I think Brian Williams probably likes to be an instigator like this but he, he brought the idea of holiness in and uh, I was wondering if if you wanted to share a little bit more give some more context to to this holiness thing that that kind of erupted in in discussion and all of that yeah it's, it's really interesting so he um, he suggested in his talk early on that first of all this triad of goodness truth and beauty what we call the transcendentals transcendentals is not actually um, a triad that we see um, back in say Plato's writings or Aristotle's writings um, yes Plato certainly talked about the good and he talked about beauty uh, and he talked about truth but it, it wasn't used in this uh, triad form that we often use in our uh, marketing, for example, but also in our classrooms as we, you know, seek to cultivate goodness, truth, and beauty in the world. Um, so, so he's observed actually that it's actually a triad that goes back, um, you know, maybe a millennia or so, a uh, millennium or so. Patrick, you can talk more about that, I'm sure. Um, but then he went on to suggest that there's a fourth um, element that we need to add, and that is holiness that as Christian classical educators, we ought to actually be pursuing what is good, what is true, what is beautiful, and what is holy. And yeah, it was provocative. It, it got me thinking about um, why that addition was necessary. It got me thinking about sacred things and sacred spaces and how goodness, truth, and beauty um, don't actually, or potentially don't, give a full picture of reality but we actually need this this fourth component here of holiness uh, what are your thoughts patrick yeah i mean i'm immediately uh taken to the work i did on first peter because uh peter quotes leviticus the be holy as i am holy tradition in in leviticus there early in first peter and it's it's almost like Peter renews that sense that God is holy and therefore the people of God need to have that corresponding holiness. And of course, in a, uh, a fuller sense, the, the only one that can be holy is Christ Jesus. But when, when we have that uh, holiness come into our hearts, through salvation and we live in him as he is in us that whole johannine sense of that interpenetration of us as believers in christ well that holiness becomes ours through our relationship with christ and so i think that um it's such an important component so that it doesn't become solely a secular set of transcendentals but it's plugged into that biblical 
world view. So it, it could be that holiness um, is a is a key component to that. Maybe some of what people are wrestling through as they consider that is whether it's sufficient to account for all of the things we would want that were to carry as part of the biblical testimony that is supposed to like round out those transcendentals. Um, But I love the provocation for us to be thinking about how to how to synthesize this classical tradition with the Christian tradition. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was well said. Are you ready to take your classroom or school to the next level? Here at Educational Renaissance, we want to equip you with skills and practices that will help you achieve your goals as educators. Join us for our next live webinar and take a deep dive into the topics you've learned about through our blog posts, podcasts, books, and videos. Learn practical skills and get your questions answered to level up your classroom or school. Simply sign up for our next live webinar on our webinar page at educationalrenaissance.com. Learn more about upcoming webinars or find other downloadable content. If you believe teaching is a craft, Then join us for our next webinar, where you can be apprenticed to gain valuable skills and practices. Sign up at educationalrenaissance.com. Well, my my session, my favorite session of the day, kind of went out on a bang, was actually a a talk by Patrick Egan, my colleague here. Um, I was really looking forward to this. So, Patrick, you spoke on Arate. You spoke on uh, modern research and this idea that a synthesis might be possible between what we might call ancient virtue theory, classical virtue theory, how the Bible speaks about excellence, and recent findings in modern research. Um, I thought it was a really compelling talk. I could tell that the audience was really engaged. And... um, you know, a lot of what you talked about today, we have written about in different articles on educational renaissance. We've podcasted about on some of these themes. Um, Patrick, what was a highlight or two from your talk today? I just found the people who attended were so engaged with what we were talking about. Um, you can see the vibrancy in their eyes and the earnestness and energy you hear through their questions. And I just came away feeling so encouraged. Uh, you you kind of feel encouraged just to get anybody attending your session, but to have such engagement with what you're talking about, um, it, it's humbling and uh, and very meaningful. So uh, I came away with a, a deep sense of gratitude for that. Well, let's talk about our book recommendations. Uh, before I recommend a book, though, uh, if you are a podcast listener, I'm listener i'm i'm looking over at davies owens tearing down the base camp live <laughs> podcast so we highly recommend that podcast maybe that's my book recommendation <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh um so colby share with me a uh, book recommendation yeah i'm gonna do an oldie but goodie here um, based on your talk today patrick um you reminded me just how much i love the book grit Um, Grit is a book of modern research. It's about looking at um, 
high performance and talent and um, sort of the the outlier scenarios where people um, make great achievements and you know what was what were the ingredients what what are the ingredients in the recipe for excellence or for great um, achievement and uh, Angela Duckworth in the book Grit talks about um, passion and perseverance and that for her is what grit is what grit it is um, that it's actually if we can cultivate grit in the students this ability to persevere through hardship to have the passion to um, continue through deep work um, for the meaningful calling that God has for us and so I'm going to recommend uh, the book grit mm. That's awesome. So yes, uh, Basecamp Live, that would be a great podcast to listen to. In terms of book recommendations, um, you know, there's so many books we've encountered here at this um, at this session. Um, but what continues to stand out to me is the work of Charlotte Mason. And maybe this is a good place to end. Um, I've had some really meaningful discussions with people. Uh, we are kind of known as purveyors of Charlotte Mason's pedagogy, and people want to know more about that. And I, I continually uh, mention book seven the uh towards a philosophy of education book six sorry she only wrote six (laughs) book six towards a philosophy of education and i think this is her her most mature thought Mm -hmm. on educational philosophy um in her first volume which is also on educational philosophy it tends to be oriented around the home around younger children and in book six she really develops um, her ideas in a fuller expression and one that actually considers education all the way up through high school so i think if you are a listener and you're wanting to know where do i begin with charlotte mason actually book six might be the best place to begin All right. Well, thanks for following along with us this week as we've podcasted each day our reflections on our experiences at SEL. Um, We'll travel back to Chicago today and leave behind the warm Texas weather, the beautiful, though, Texas weather, and uh, return home. And if you've been part of the SEL conference, um, thanks for uh, partnering with us these these several days in attending sessions and contributing to a lively uh, atmosphere. Uh, if you've been attending remotely, uh, that's that's also been a very important audience as well. Um, and perhaps these podcasts have been your conduit to what's been going on here at SCL. And we hope that you've uh, been able to get a glimpse of what's happening here and encouragement from from these sessions yourself. Uh, We are Educational Renaissance, and um, there are many resources we have through our website, this podcast, webinars, and books, and you can learn more at educationalrenaissance.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Enjoy your summer and get recharged for a new school year next year. All the best. Bye-bye.